This is part four of the Girls on Film series, Women Who Make the Cut. Sarah Smith and Teresa Roth interview two of the youngest and most savvy women editors at the Turner Broadcasting Entertainment Group. Casey Georges, an Atlantan born and bred, gives on-point advice to young women entering the competitive field of television technology. And Stephanie Weaver, a Memphis, Tennessee native, shares with our listeners crucial advice on speaking up for yourself, as well as how to grab your dream job in a field that rarely opens its doors to women. Everybody, this is Sarah Smith and Teresa Roth, and we are Girls on Film. Film. <laughs> that was cute. We're here at Turner Broadcasting today, and we are talking to an amazing, amazing group of female, of lady women, 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 women <laughs> editors who are also ladies. Yes. And very, very technologically advanced. Very smart. They're very smart. They're very creative and very smart. And right now we're, we're talking with uh, Casey Georges. Hi. And Stephanie Weaver. Hello. Hello, ladies. We're Welcome, so ladies. Happy to have you. Thanks for having us. Thank well, you so much. One of the things that we've learned today is that, you know, there are 10% women editors mm-hmm. here yeah. at Turner. Yes. So, you know, we would all love that number to get higher, but tell us tell us the about the atmosphere. Tell us about your work experience. You're working with the boys. <laughs> well, they don't want to tell us. <laughs> They're scared. We just don't want to talk over each other. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting for me because uh, I, I feel like I work with a lot of women, but mainly on the creative side. Oh, wow. So we don't necessarily have a lot of female editors in studios, but I have a female producer who works under a female creative director who works under a female VP. Hmm. Um, So I feel like my experience is a little bit different, um, but it's always nice. And I have a female assist also. Right. So I'm in a very, like, lady centered room. (laughs) A lot of estrogen going on in there. A lot. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is quite the opposite. I've actually. It's a bit of a frustration point because I work on a show um, that is very female-centric. I work on Samantha Bee's show. Okay. But I have a male producer, a male creative director, a male VP. And oh, that's interesting. What I, yeah, like the, the this creative that I try, that I think works, that I think is better, is not necessarily what they think uh, is the best way to promote my feminist show. <laughs> <laughs> It seems you would be the expert on being a feminist, right? I would think so. No. Maybe but a lot you of, are. Yeah. But Maybe our, our you younger are. crew, um, we have two female assists. And so, like, they, uh, we have a lot of our interns, our T3s. They, mm-hmm. they are more evenly, um, you know, the, the, right. the gender. Uh, yeah, sorry. I think it's a more um, diverse, inclusive program coming up, for sure. Oh, that's which so is nice interesting. It's good. It's mm-hmm. good to hear. And so that's a bit of a change. Yes. yes. Really cool. Yeah. Well, that's great. That's great. So you are able to uh, work with your love of editing and your love of politics, and I'm sure your humor. Yeah. (laughs) I think I'm funny. (laughs) (laughs) 
Ah, well, tell tell us about what projects you work with. Uh, so I work with TNT. So we're a little um, less funny, a little bit more dramatic. Um, but we always try to sort of, um, I guess, toe the line, like bring in quirk, bring in humor. So we have to sort of be everything in one spot. Mm -hmm. um, but we're nice because we have a lot of female-centered programming. Um, because that's our, I guess, demographic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a lot of uh, strong female leads in our shows. And now, um, especially with Claws, our show is starring Nisi Nash. It's, yeah. a, it's a very diverse cast, and it's a nice change of pace to be able to see these people that we don't always see on TV. Right. Right. Um, so that's that's the show I work on um, for the better part of the year. I would say we're we're about to start season three. And do you both primarily edit promos? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, we uh, do campaign creative, so it can be anything um, from awareness through what we call sustaining, um, and topicals like next week on Claws. You know, this is the twenty seconds of what you're going to see. Mm -hmm. At what point in that planning for the campaign creative mm -hmm. are you brought in? Um. Towards the beginning, we, we do a lot really? of... Really? That's interesting. Yeah, we do a lot of um, work while they're still figuring out a marketing strategy because a lot of times, um, I guess the marketing department doesn't have a lot of time to look through the dailies. Like, we get daily rushes every day. I see okay. everything that comes in. How much time does that take? So much time. Okay. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Um, which is why our assists are so essential because they go through every single take, especially with a show like Claws, there's a lot of improvisation. Okay. Um, so they don't really? always stick to the script. I didn't script. know that, that's interesting. Yeah, so they, um, you know, they, they stick to the script for some takes and then they have a little bit of freedom and a lot of times that's really good stuff for promo even if it doesn't necessarily make it into the show. Right. Um, so artists are looking through every single take like combing through dailies. Um, and so we do a lot of work on the front lines of that um, to let everybody know, especially during the first season, like what this show is. And then we work in tandem with marketing to try and figure out, I guess, the best approach to like face that to the public. When you get a new assist, are you telling them, this is what I'm looking for? Or mm. are you telling them, this is what I'm looking for and follow your gut? Or Yeah, yeah. And, and that's sort of um, important to kind of hone their eye, I guess. At, at least that's that's how I was. I, I started as a tape op here, and then I became an assist, and then I became an editor. Gotcha. Um, like, all within the TNT family. How long did that take? Um, I started here about eight years ago, So, and I got promoted two, two and a half years ago. Um, so it, it took about six years, um, and a lot of that especially at Turner, I think it's sort of do the job you want, even if you don't necessarily have it. Oh, wow. <laughs> right away. I love that. So yeah, it's, it was a lot tip. of um, editing while you aren't an editor. Right. And Casey, you've had three promotions in the past eight years, right? Oh, so I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You've had three promotions in the past eight years. Uh, well, just one at studios. I started over in broadcast operations okay. 13 years ago. Okay. And then I had to... Um, basically volunteer over here on my days off for three years before I, there was a position open and then I was brought on as a tape op and then I was a finishing assist which is not the creative side that's more the technical side okay so you were doing the job you wanted yes before you had it wow like on all said. your days off 
Yes. Holy cow. That's it how was, that's it how it goes. It right? was a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's really I think that's also a really good um thing to communicate to younger people who are looking to get into something like this because I think these jobs can be um, competitive mm-hmm. and yes. people want them because they're fun and they're interesting and they're they change a lot yeah um, but to put that extra effort into it and you know use your use your extra time use your free time um, that means a lot to people uh, that are looking at potentially hiring you yeah. I think that's usually what I tell the younger crew. It's like no one has ever given me a job. I had to go fight Get for it. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. 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 yeah. And I came into this thinking, you know, I was an A student, and I thought if I, you know, keep my head down and do my work, somebody's going to take notice of me and give me a promotion. And like that's not mm-hmm. the that way the world works. How so. long did it take you to figure that out to change your um your mantra? Probably, you know, probably a couple of years. I, okay. I I sort of fell into my job here in general I, I came in for an interview for an administrative position and um, the interviewer was like I don't think you're qualified for this job but I think you're qualified for this job so that's how I became a tape op and I started as sick relief for edit assist and that's how I got my edit assist position and eventually I was like I've been an assist for four years and you know nothing's happening so I kind of had to push push it yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. make it yeah. happen for myself well I think that's also again that's great great advice Mm -hmm. and how did you push it um honestly i i volunteered um to cut more you know i i did what was beyond the realm of my job description i think is super important Mm -hmm. and also i let people know that i was doing it Mm -hmm. i thought me originally i thought well you know people just notice because it's there but that's not true people have their own jobs and you know they're doing their own work and they don't have time a lot of the time Mm -hmm. so i think i you know i sent my manager an email like every week saying oh hey this is what i did this is proof that i'm qualified for this next step up and that was so smart mm-hmm. yeah, that's definitely. so smart yeah, i had to do the same thing mm-hmm. i went to um our boss uh, i guess two years ago at this point i was like i'm going to get promoted this year and so i sent a, a link every single week to all of the bosses my direct boss and her boss and his her boss and like here's what i cut this week here's what i cut this week just to show them like i'm an editor so give me the title right right we were talking to somebody else earlier this week and and they were like, um, if you have to see the job that you want, mm-hmm. and you have to do the job that you want. Yes. So you guys are testimonials to to that working. Yes. Which is mm-hmm. really just you're creating your own pathway, and I yeah. lo- I love that. I love that, especially love that um, some of our listeners will be able to get this advice and give that a try because I think it can be intimidating and scary sometimes to step out of the lines mm-hmm. coloring out of the lines yeah for sure yeah no but it's so important how did you guys get started in the very very beginning um so i've always loved you know film and entertainment um and i knew i wanted to get into that as a career um so when i was in high school i went to a journalism day at uga um, the university of georgia and they have a very thriving news program and I was like, I want to do this. I want to do live events. I want to be in the control room. This right. is so great. So I went to UGA and I got involved in that program. I um, was on the tech side of news all four years. 
And then I thought, I don't want to do this for a job. This is too <laughs> stressful. But I um, TD'd a lot for the live. They had a live newscast every day What's at a five. T- what's a TD? A technical director. Ooh. So I was the one in the control room punching the shots. Gotcha. And I thought, well, this is kind of cool because I'm controlling what we're seeing. You know, like you're really the person telling the story right? Um, visually. And I thought, well, you know, that's what people do in the post side of things. So I'll just go over there. Um, and luckily, we had a really great program at UGA that was um, entertainment. Um, so I took uh, a post-production class, and I really enjoyed it. And I got into that. And um, as one of my capstone pieces, um, I recut trailers like as a different genre. Right. And I was like, this is great. Um, so that's just how it happened. Great. great. UGA is University of Georgia. Yes. And that is the the Georgia dogs for all of you. That's right. And that's a well-known program. We have Mm -hmm. listeners. Very much so. We have listeners in Turkey and in, um, where else did we? India. Uh, Awesome. So UGA is is an amazing school in, uh, in Georgia, one of the top, top, top schools here in the state. And Stephanie, how did you get started? Um, I'm actually from a very small rural town in Tennessee, and my senior year of high school, they uh, introduced this radio and television um, production class. I'm like, let me check this out, because I was a quiet kid, and I watched a lot of TV as my social life. And my teacher is just like, we've got this editing system, and we don't know anything about it, so here's the manual, here's the computer. Go for it. Go for it. And I was like, this is great. And I edited our video yearbook that year. Gotcha. Awesome. And so I was like, okay, well, this is what I'm going to do. So I went to the University of Memphis and majored in film and video production and took every internship I could possibly get my hands on to make connections. Smart, young lady. (laughs) Very What was your favorite internship? Oh, gosh. Um... Well, the one that turned into a job at the PBS affiliate. Mm-hmm. So I was a production assistant, so hanging lights and running camera and running wires underneath the floorboards, right. whatever they would, they would let me do. Um, and then there was a position open in master control, which paid a lot more, so I took that, and, and which is actually how I got the job here because a recruiter from Turner called. It's like, hey, do you want to do master control in Atlanta? I'm like, yes, I do. Hello. <laughs> And that's how I got to broadcast operations here, which introduced me to studios and the volunteering on my days off that I talked about. That was really, that, that was smart. That's that was great. really smart. Fantastic. Fantastic. So Casey, tell us, what do you think is the secret to your success? What can you boil it down to? Oh, gosh. Um, Nothing like an easy question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hard work, um, a little bit of luck. You know, you have to be in the right place at the right time um and I think like hard honestly hard work more than talent because hard work can cultivate talent and I think that that was a really important lesson for me to learn it's like I need to put in the time to improve myself and doing that gave me opportunities to get promoted gotcha Mm -hmm. that's a great answer and what about you Stephanie I'm obviously very driven and determined when I want something. I'm going to do whatever it takes to get to it. Uh, and I like to think I'm nice and people like to work with me. And so client relationships are such a huge part of our job. Right. That's, yeah, that's super true. Mm-hmm. We've been talking to some of your um, associates about that. And um, 
about how the um, editor producer relationship is so key to mm -hmm. your to the to the outcome. It really is to yeah. the project, and I would just love to hear a little bit more about that from you guys to see what kind of producers you like to work with. Um, I've actually worked on my own a lot for the vast majority of my um, editing. They finally gave me a producer to help out with the workload because we've had so much extra with the election coming up, being a political show, and holiday specials, and this app we did, and it was the workload. We required one more uh, gotcha. additional brain. Gotcha. Okay. So working with the producer is actually kind of new to me. Oh, interesting. Do you like it? Uh, it takes off a lot of the administrative tasks, which is helpful. So I can focus on editing instead of, you know, sending emails and booking right, video. Right, right, mm -hmm. right. That's cool. Um, yeah, I'm sort of the opposite. I work with a producer every day um, who is essentially my work wife. Um, like <laughs> we are in a tiny room for nine hours a day every day for the last, God, like three years probably oh my god and she was my producer before I got promoted um so she gave me a lot of opportunities to cut before I was even technically an editor so, right and we've gotten to the point where we like we'll say half of a sentence and then the other person will know exactly what we were gonna say right. so mm -hmm. it's just like uh, a series of half-formed thoughts, but then all the work gets done because we're so on the same page. It's a beautiful shorthand. Uh, yes, yeah. It's so interesting. It's great. That sounds really fun, yeah. actually. Yeah, it's nice. Actually. And because we just happen to get along really well. You know, that's, that's a huge part of it. Mm -hmm. You don't yeah. want to fight with that person. No. no. <laughs> that would be miserable. Oh, I think. my God. Yeah. It would be horrible. You know, I, I worked with an editor, and we talked many times about the art and the science of editing. Mm -hmm. what, do, what do you guys think about that? I mean, it's a little bit of both. You know, you, you have, you know, you put your piece of music down, and you know that shots need to hit on certain beats or else it won't feel right. So it's there's science to it, but the problem is that it doesn't feel right, you right. know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like you have like a, a template in mind of like we need you know you need the opening splash to grab their attention and the joke and the music stop like it had that's the this science to it but then yeah you need the the heart and the in the laugh and the mm -hmm. it's definitely a balance yeah the feel mm -hmm. that that is definitely part of the art yeah how are you guys are you guys doing your own writing in any of this stuff ever um, with TNC, we don't use a lot of copy. Okay. So as far as the writing goes, it's mainly piecing together a story from sound bites. Same. Um, so it's a, it's a little bit of a, a little bit of both. Like my producer will give me a script and she'll say, "This is what I want, but if parts of it don't work, don't use them. Find something else." Gotcha. Um, so you just have to sort of find the bite that tells the story for you. Mm-hmm. That sounds and, challenging. Yeah, and I'm sure Samantha B has some great bites. Yeah, and the trick on hers are shortening them and to get and fit into a promo because she gives these long setups and right. these long jokes, right. and I'm trying to get you know the whole gist of it within 20 seconds, plus a you know six second in tag. So I only have. I think know, you're doing it. To work. I think so. Mm -hmm. I do. I think you're oh, doing yeah. it. Thank you. Because I've seen a lot of those, and I really, really. Um, it's I a get, lot of moving and. Right. We're just going to force her to say what I need her to say. Right, mm -hmm. but I get a I get a feeling mm -hmm. for what 
is going to happen. Yeah. So I think you're doing a great job. You both are. Oh, I mean, can you guys? No, think, you're not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> can you guys think back to a storytelling project that you did that you were really proud of? I just recently cut a spot actually for Tracy Morgan's 50th birthday for the last OG, which is, it was always fun to do something different. That's not saying sure, sure. I, I love my project, but it's nice to have a little variety. Yeah. Um, so that, that was really cool. It was a lot of the, the cast and, and Conan and one of our executives wishing him happy birthday. I mean, just trying to tell a story, something to be played at his party. And, uh, and it was, Everybody loved it. It was yeah. fun. So right. It was fun. Yeah, I got great. to put it on social media, and like, I got we'll this. have to look for that. <laughs> yeah. Um. For me, I uh, maybe like a month or two ago, I had to create a brand reel for TNT, which is something um, that we have to do sometimes for marketing, like internal marketing, to um, really like sell the network as a prestige brand. Um, and I, that is not my forte. I, I like one show, you know, that I know inside and out. Um, and we had to include, I want to say it was like eight different shows all in two minutes. And, you know, everybody has to get a bite and everybody has to get a graphics card. And um, it was it was different, you know, and that I, I was really proud that it turned out really well because I wasn't comfortable with it. Um, but I think that's sometimes when we get our best work is when, you know, we're thrown out of our comfort zone right. and the expectations are high and you know have to stretch you're really gonna have wow. to stretch to make it work yeah wow fantastic so here's here's a crazy question for you gals hmm. um look back to the young you what piece of advice they are so young you? look at these girls <laughs> <laughs> oh my to god the younger yous mm -hmm. when you were just starting off what piece of advice would you give yourself um i would say advocate for yourself because nobody's going to do it for you yeah nobody owes you anything you have to do it for yourself. Yeah, if you wanna, if you wanna be ambitious and make the leaps you need to make. Yeah, gotcha. I second every bit of that, and don't get complacent. Mm -hmm. You know, like when you get an okay position, like okay, this is good for now, but never stop advocating and never stop pushing. I think that's a really key thing is is to um, make sure that. Uh, you don't get complacent. Sometimes people just, they do, they get comfortable and they just sit. And I think that most jobs aren't like that anymore. Mm -mm. No. Mm -mm. You can't really do it. People can't be that way anymore. No, no. Everything is so unsure here. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially in the industry too. Like every, you know, the technology is always changing. Right. So you gotta keep up. It's very fast moving. Mm -hmm. And um, it's not like you can hide your work yeah i mean your stuff is out there <laughs> it is right it's for millions so, of people right to see. it's so 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 public and i think that you're both um you know m maybe you're thinking that you're really creative and 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 you are but i also think you're very brave and um you know to to jump into jobs like these i think you are very brave so my hat's off to you if i had a hat i would take it <laughs> off 
You're the, un, you're the unseen heroes behind the scenes making stuff work. They're my, hero, they're my heroes for sure. Put that on my business card. There yeah. you go. There we go. Yep. <laughs> well, we thank you so much for being with us today. Time just flew. You guys were awesome. Oh, thanks And I just want to remind everybody that we're Girls on Film, and you can find us on SoundCloud and tweet us at Girls on Film Podcast 4. All so right. thanks a lot. Thank you.